Welcome to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. What if the life that actually works for you makes no sense, is totally unpredictable, and goes way outside the box of conventionality? Would you let yourself have it? Would you like to be creating your life for more of what is truly possible? Join your host, Keisha Clark, for this week's adventure in Living Beyond Linear. <laughs> oh my goodness! Good, good morning, good afternoon, <laughs> good evening. Oh, and we're already having all kinds of fun. It's a Friday <laughs> here in this 10 seconds it is anyway. <laughs> And the technology is all feeling frisky, so it's going to do what it wants to do. So let's try that again. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, amazing, juicy, awesome, delicious, incredibly magical world. Hello and welcome to Living Beyond Linear. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and I am so excited and honored to have you come play with me whenever you're coming to play with me, whatever day it is, even though I'm actually doing this show live on Friday, <laughs> my normal live time at 11 a.m. Eastern. Um, and today is, wow, March the 6th, 7th, 18th, 17th. <laughs> Because it doesn't really matter what day it is, right? <laughs> whenever you find this conversation, whenever you land here, it's totally perfect. And I am totally grateful. And if you're actually listening on Friday, the 17th, I think it's actually like a happy St. Patrick's Day kind of thing. Oh, my goodness. And I didn't pick a green kind of topic. But maybe I did and I just didn't know it. Anyway, we'll find out. Um, if you're listening today on happy St. Patrick's Day, you can actually join us live if you're able. And all you got to do is click on the word chat room in that blue bar near the top of the screen on the Inspired Choices Network website, and you can come on into the backstage area and play with us live. You can submit your questions. You can submit your comments. You can do all kinds of funny things. I love the conversations that go on in the chat room. Um, they are always a contribution to the show, and it's something super-duper fun that we get to do here on Inspired Choices Network. So, um, I'm Keisha Clark, as I said <laughs> before, and if you have no idea who I am, well, Come over and hang out with me for a little while. Um, I am a, a, a very happily unconventional change agent, uh, as well as being the host of this radio show. And, wow, I love playing and discovering and uh, exploring and creating. And so what I call myself, just so that we have actual human words to play with here on this planet, is an intuitive medium, body worker, and facilitator. And I do offer things in the form of facilitative readings. So if you ever want to come play, um, you can actually look a little further down on this replay page, and there's a link for you to click on to either email me, Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com, or you can come play with me on Facebook. Check out my Living Beyond Linear Facebook page, and there's also a button on that page that you can click to email me and find out a little bit more. And I also have a fun offer that I've just started that I'm going to talk about just a little later in the show. <laughs> so, in the meantime, what the heck are we going to talk about? Ah, oh my goodness, we're going to talk about something that probably a lot of people don't really want to talk about. <laughs> They do, but it's not something that people choose to talk about a lot. At least they don't talk about it, in my experience, from the perspective that I would like to play with it today. So what the heck is that, Keisha? It is, they like me, they like me not. 
<laughs> yes, you might recognize the 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 reference of that in the the popular they love me they love me not or in particular he or she loves me he or she loves me not and so we're not going to go in the direction quite so in the love direction today but we are going to play with being liked it's all about being liked and are you making your life all about being liked are you making it all about the like hmm so i will actually admit I like to be liked. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> I mean, it does kind of make things a little easier. Life is a little more pleasant. Uh, you know, do you notice that? Um, you kind of feel more confident. Things can be a little bit lighter and brighter. You generally might feel a little happier when you're around people that like you or when you know you have people who like you. So, of course, it's it's kind of a cool thing. And... What about when people don't like you? <laughs> or possibly worse, because sometimes this can be even more challenging, when they stop liking you. Yeah. So it kind of throws us for a loop, doesn't it? And sometimes it can actually throw us for a super-duper loop and even feel a kind of crushing at times, depending on who the person might be that might be liking us and then not liking us. Um, so that is what I'd like to play with today. So do we let it stop us? Do we let it affect us? Does it have to be important to us? How do we navigate when people are not liking us? What do we choose in those moments? What is available to us to choose in those moments? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's all kinds of stickiness already coming up. <laughs> so everything that's bringing up, people who like you, people who don't like you, animals who like you, animals who don't like you. <laughs> if God likes you or doesn't like you, well, that was interesting. Wow, everything that's bringing up already, would you be willing to choose beyond all of the places that you have allowed other people's opinions of you to stick you? Yay! And in the meantime, yes, there is this thing that we kind of, you know, it would be nice to have some tools to play with when we are in the presence of or when we are in our awareness of, hey, somebody is really not too keen on you right now. <laughs> so first, let's let's talk a little bit about being liked. Because um, it, it can also be, a little bit awkward to navigate being liked, right? At least that's been my experience. Um, it doesn't have to be. Uh, but there's this interesting thing that we do, and it's just a part of the nature of the beast, I think. You know, being here on this planet, playing this thing that we do called life. There's a very interesting something. I could call it a dynamic. I could call it a habit, I, I, it doesn't really matter. It's just this energy that kind of shows up and it can get really wonky. It can go sideways very quickly. Um, when we are slipping into that importance of being liked or not being liked. And it's it's really so interesting to me, you know, coming from some of the experiences that I've come from, um, I have created some very interesting experiences in my life um, all around being liked and being not liked and what that creates. And uh, the, you know, as a as a young child, 
part of what I received uh, in my world was unkindness, in other words, not being liked, um, as kind of a reaction from a number of people in the area that I grew up in. And it had to do with how I looked. So there was like this, in many cases, there was this immediate reaction to me because of how I looked. And so that was a very interesting thing to play with. <laughs> um, and of course, as children, it's incredibly confusing to us. Um, it was to me. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe you guys had a different experience. And if you, if you did, awesome. And like, it was always so strange. And it, because it made no sense to bump into those energies of people having reaction to me um, for what, as far as I could see, like, was no reason, you know? Like, I didn't walk up to them and slap them in the face or step on their toe or kick them in the shin, you know? I didn't, like, call their call them bad names or insult their mother. I was, like, I was just standing there, like, you know, in the classroom or on the play yard or wherever in the in the environment. And oftentimes, there was this really unpleasant experience with certain people in the school in my school years and so it it was i i spent so long trying to figure out why that was happening and so the first thing i'm here to tell you friends <laughs> is would you do yourself an enormous kindness and a huge favor and stop trying to figure it out when you bump into people or when you bump into the experience of people who don't like you and I know you might be thinking, oh, well, that's easy for us to say, Keisha. And yes, it's easy to say because, you know, we can say the words, yes. And what I am aware of and what I can tell you from my experience now, and Lily's going to back me up on this, thank you, darling, is <laughs> that the moment you stop trying to figure it out, you are actually able to be present with you and have your own back. You are actually able to stay in choice for what is required and appropriate for you. And I say required not from anything that you have to do. I say required more from the, the perspective of you're able to function from the energy you be and respond to what energy is being delivered to you or at you. And you don't have to take it on. And yes, for the first 20-something years of my life that people told me that kind of thing, I just looked at them in like almost disbelief because it was so freaking intense when these things were delivered to me or at me. And in my universe, being the energy linguist, <laughs> being the like acutely energy aware being that I am, uh, and of course I wasn't acknowledging that at, that at those points in time, <laughs> but being that, it was like, it was, it's almost like people driving a Mack truck into your body when, when you are on the receiving end of that kind of thing. And thank goodness we have tools to play with and we have the capability of developing the muscles to use those tools to allow ourselves to not be in the the path of the Mack truck. And that doesn't mean you avoid situations. 
what I'm, what I'm talking about is a way to create for ourselves a different response, a different way to respond and to navigate those moments. So something that happened recently, very recently in fact, um, and, and it, this kind of thing has gone on you know, a number of times. I think many of us have probably experienced this kind of thing more than once. <laughs> um, and something that has happened, uh, it doesn't ha hasn't happened, it's an experience I've created, just not in the not too distant past, um, is around having an experience that really kind of brought more of this into my awareness um, with some things that I was choosing and noticing what response I was getting, noticing how people were responding and, and in some cases reacting. And there is a difference to, between responding and reacting. We'll talk about that too today. And it was really, it, it got my attention, you know. Um, so part of what it brought to bear for me was more awareness of how when we are making our choices, we have really more often without being in our awareness about it, we, we have all these little um, kind of strings attached to our choices, right? And, and that's not, I'm not saying that is a good or bad thing. It's just like it's something we do, right? Because we really learn how to do a whole lot of projecting and a whole lot of concluding and a whole lot of um, putting definition to things. Like, well, if I choose this, that means this and this and this will happen. And that's not exactly how energy works, <laughs> which is not exactly something we're taught in this in this reality, in conventional reality. We're not really taught about the dynamics of energy, the nature of energy, the behavior of energies. We're taught more about how to work with mostly the three-dimensional things and the effect of things. So oftentimes when we make choices, we make choices with these kind of um, sub, oh, what's that called? Subtext, the subtextual um, conclusions and projections attached to our choices, right? And that's normal. I mean, hey, it's, you know, it's just what we do. It's one of the things we can play with while we're here. So why why not play with them? And and it, 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 those, thing, those choices do create, you know, all choices create. <laughs> and when there are those subtextual <laughs> um, conclusions and projections and expectations kind of attached to our choices, um, it can create some very interesting scenarios. And, and then you have the possibility to receive a whole lot of awareness. <laughs> so I made um, some choices in my life. And, and again, there was one here just recently. And what I realized um, was that not necessarily overtly, but kind of secretly, I was, I was really wanting that choice to create some very particular things. And they were things along the lines of people noticing me and liking me. And I was like, oh, well, that's, kind of interesting. <laughs> and I and when I made the choices, I wasn't cognitively or consciously necessarily aware that that was a part of it in my in 
in my oh what's that word the, these were kind of these were sort of secret little things okay that that as i was making the choices and noticing what it was creating this also came into my awareness that a part of my making those choices there had been some hope that people noticed there had been some desire that people responded a certain way and you know a positive way what we could call a positive way as in by liking what i chose and when my choice when my creation was not met with the kind of like that i was apparently wishing was going to happen <laughs> um it was a bit of a surprise um so how often do we create something you know whether it's a piece of art or a fabulous meal or um you know a piece of clothing or an experience or a card or whatever or arrange a bouquet of flowers paint somebody's house how often do we create something we choose something to create and create what it is that that choice is about and then it kind of doesn't really go the way we thought it might go <laughs> it's not received in the way we thought it might be received and it doesn't create in the way that we were kind of expecting <laughs> it to create huh so what do you do and for me one of the things that i notice now i'm you know i play on facebook a, a bit i'm not on there all the time i say that in air quotes uh but a lot of my work involves you know going into facebook and posting things i mean as a producer um i post on the inspired choices network site and i post in various and other uh, various and sundry other places um so i'm not necessarily on facebook a lot uh to be like on facebook i'm doing work on facebook as well and other social media mediums and um and it's funny to just kind of watch the trends of of i don't know human behavior i guess we could say <laughs> it's funny to notice um that even in the social mediums the social network mediums uh there are these there are these very similar things to what we experience you know in school um in our growing up years um there's sort of like you know the what you could call the cliques you know depending on what groups you're playing with and and what modalities you're playing with and what ventures you're on so it was it was really fascinating to just a be in observer mode of what my choice created um and and the choice i'm talking about is uh the song that i recently released um uh in oh gosh february 28th and the 1st of march i did a, i had the amazing joy and honor of getting to be a guest on my sister goddess ronda burns radio show um and we shared the story of that song of global embrace coming to the world and um and i posted of course on facebook in the course of my doing publicity for the for the release and for the promotion and 
It's been really fascinating. Um, I didn't really have an expectation that Global Embrace, like, you know, went straight up the charts and did some specific kind of behavior and things like that. Um, I did have some things that I really had wanted, I really had desired uh, to create with that song and and with certain not with some groups of people like with with some people in particular but with some groups of people and just some things in general that I was excited to see if it created or if it contributed to and so there was all of this like ooh, you know getting ready to to release the song and it was really fascinating to watch um what the response was and to be receiving how people were responding. And it was amazing, friends, I will tell you. It it was and still is amazing to be receiving what that choice is creating. Um, so, so none of what I'm sharing with you is about um, – trying to figure out if I did the right thing or the wrong thing, because that's not what it is when it comes to being liked or being not liked. Although, that's what we have tried to make it about. You get liked if you do the right thing, and you get not liked (laughs) if you do the wrong thing or the not right thing, right? I hope that wasn't too confusing. (laughs) But you get the energy of that, I hope. (laughs) And so, none of this was really about letting it myself be at the effect of anyone else's choice to receive it or to not receive it. And by it, I'm talking about Global Embrace, the song, um, or any of what I was choosing around that. Um, but I, what I found was really fascinating is that I actually had some moments um, relative to what some of the reactions and responses were um, that I kind of let it get to me. And I was like, it went on for a few days, and and then I was like, snap out of it. You know, the, the universe, like, reminded me, hey, <laughs> this is not, <laughs> this is not relevant to what you desire to be creating. This is not what, where you wanted to go with this. This is not what you knew was possible, and you don't have to get stuck here. So, where are you getting stuck sticking yourself, letting yourself be at the effect of other people's like or not like. And everything that that's bringing up and all of the rules that are in place and all of the have-tos and shoulds and supposed-tos and because if people don't like you, you'll be alone and you'll die lonely and you'll be shunned and you'll get sent off to some desert island or whatever the heck silly story we've created – would you be willing to choose beyond everywhere you've bought anything about being liked and being not liked as real and true in your world? What if you didn't have to make it real and true? And what if you didn't have to let it have an effect on you? And I I do see you rolling your eyes, some of you. So just so you're aware, I'm pretty aware. (laughs) And I did perceive the eye rolls. So let's talk more about that when we come back from break. I am really, uh, I'm ready to blow some shit up with all of this ridiculousness about they like me, they don't like me, blah, 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 blah. And what we, the, the power we give that in our lives. And that, my friends, is a big old pile of bullpucky. And it's time to change it. 
So if it's time to change it for you, if that's really true and exciting for you, let's do that after we get back from break. <laughs> You're listening to Living Beyond Linear with me, Keisha Clark, and today we are talking about they like you, they like you not. And we'll be right back. What would it be like to function from the entirety of your existence? What if you included all of you in the creation of your life, the strange, the wonderful, and everything in between, with no expectation that it makes any sense? Keisha Clark invites you to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. Join in the adventures every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com You are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with Keisha Clark. Would you like to bring your question on the show today? Call us in the U.S. 815-880-8255 In Canada at 613-800-8736 Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network You can also email your questions to Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com now back to our show. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the next segment of Living Beyond Linear with myself, Keisha Clark. And our topic today is they like you, they like you not. And we're playing with and having, I hope, a little bit of fun with this, really this ridiculousness that we create around whether people like us or don't like us. Or, you know, um, we'll introduce another element of this in just a, a few minutes. Um, <laughs> so, so what does it mean if people like you? And what does it mean if people don't like you? And what does it really matter? whether they like you or they don't like you. <laughs> and wow, this is such a freaking hot button for so many of us. And I get it. I totally get it. And for so much of my life, I made it the freaking barometric gauge of like whether I was going to create my life or not. How many of you have done that? I, I think there might be one or two of you. Okay, cool. Hands down. So, what what have you made where have you made being liked the critical element to creating your life so are you doing it for the like 
<laughs> so to speak. Are you doing it for um, favor? Whoa, that's interesting. So what popped up for me was an awareness of, are you trying to be liked by God? Are you trying to create your life so that God will like you? Whatever God you prescribe to. The God of your knowing. Are you trying to win favor? So how many, how many lifetimes have you played that game? And I don't say that to be insulting. I'm asking you, what do you know? What is your awareness? How many lifetimes have you played the game of trying to be liked by God? Because, like, here's one of my awarenesses, friends. That notion that you have to win favor from God or anybody, that notion is an invention. And that invention comes out of this imagined need that isn't really real. Now, I know that is true for me, okay? That's that's what I know like I know like I know. I I don't ask you to adopt that point of view. I ask you to explore the possibility and see if that's true for you. <laughs> and I know that that's a hot button because we said the G word, okay? Like God and G spot, you're not supposed to say the G word because <laughs> people get all willy wonky, right? <laughs> and... Hey, that's kind of my thing. I love to do that. So there you go. God and G-Spot. I said them in the same sentence even. Ah! So <laughs> now we'll get back on topic. Oh, we were on topic actually. <laughs> so what do you know? Hmm. Yeah. I mean like, oh, this is kind of fun. I'm going to go off on a tandem here for just a second. What if like the G-Spot is actually like the God spot, right? <gasps> that is kind of juicy, guys. <laughs> What if the G-spot is the, the abbreviated term? We just never really connected it for God's spot. Like you're reaching God, you're touching God. I mean, when you have orgasmic experiences, is it not touching the divine? Is it not that amazing, immensely open and expanded, you are like one with all the universe? Because like, what are you usually saying? What are you usually saying? Let's get real, friends. What are you usually saying? Oh, God. <laughs> and yes, you're usually saying yes. At least I hope you're saying yes, because I hope it's something that's amazingly pleasurable for you. Okay? So there's my tangent. There you go. <laughs> what if the G-spot is the God spot? And it doesn't have to be the God spot. It could just be like, you know, one of those beautiful doorways. <laughs> what do you know? What does your body know? And there you go. My little my little sidebar for the day. <laughs> and here's something I wonder. This is always just so curious and fascinating to me because I just love how energy works. What does that have to do with being liked, right? Now, we could play that little six degrees of separation kind of thing. Like, how much are you trying to be liked so that you will find the person who can have good sex with you? How much are you trying to be liked so that you will find the people who will have good sex with you? And I know that that feels like we've just like gone off the rails. <laughs> and maybe we have. And 
what I find so fascinating about life and conversation and energy is that oftentimes when it seems like you've gone, you know, in a direction that has nothing to do with what you were talking about or what you were exploring, lo and behold, at some moment, you become aware, oh my gosh, there is a connection. So what does sex have to do with being liked? Oh my goodness, quite a freaking bit. So just like let that roll around for you. See what awareness you come up with. Hmm. But I, I actually do quite like what if the G-spot is the God spot. <laughs> and what do we know? <laughs> One of my favorite questions. Oh, okay. And into, uh, we'll, we'll step back to the other side here for just a second. And my experience that I created with uh, my choice to bring Global Embrace into the world <laughs> um, has been really intriguing. And what I became aware of was that um, I was noticing a rather conspicuous absence of certain response from, of response from certain people. And I was like, well, that's interesting. And once I got through my shit, <laughs> once I got over myself, <laughs> Um, what I know, what I could get to my knowing was my knowing is okay. I don't have to take it personally, huh? So what if you didn't have to take it personally when people like you or don't like you? And I get the tilted puppy dog head. So how personally do we make it and take it when people say they like us? Hmm, quite a bit. Yeah, because it's really validating, right? If you get the like, and if you, you know someone, there is someone who is liking you, you feel validated. You feel like you have someone who can relate to you. Do you not? You, there's an excitement there. There's like camaraderie and bonding and kindredship and yay, all kinds of really good stuff, right? But when they don't like you, <laughs> how personally are you taking and making that? Yeah. And now here's something interesting, and it just intrigues me to no end, because I do this. I've done this, and I know I will probably do it again. <laughs> I give more weight. I give more importance, not because I'm really bright, <laughs> just because I get into my reaction, and I have moments where I give more importance to the not liking and I make that more real and true. Now, I'm, I'm in this place where I get, I'm doing that for like, I don't know, maybe five minutes, maybe sometimes five hours. Okay, okay, yeah. And I'm flexing those muscles of using the tools that I have. <laughs> Primarily the one that is, oh, ask a freaking question, Keisha. That's a great tool. Not, you don't have to say my name. You could say your name. <laughs> Ask a freaking question or ask for a question as we played with uh, in our topic a few weeks back. What if you just ask for a question? Okay, So you can ask a question or you can ask for a question. And either way, you will get some new awareness. And that is the way to get off the square. That is the way to move you through and beyond the moment that you get stuck with the, the like or the not like. So... So what if you didn't have to take it personally? And let's start with the not like. What if you didn't have to take the not liking personally? Well, how do we do that, Keisha? Well, 
there's this really cool thing. <laughs> it's called, hmm, what if it has nothing to do with you? And I know some of you are rolling your eyes yet again. I get it. And you know what? That's totally okay. <laughs> and what if you don't have to be at the effect of not liking? And here's another side of this. Here's another piece of this that I also have been becoming more aware of. What if all you're doing is making up a story that they don't like you? Right? And this is where we, we bring together these elements. Um, and I've been talking about some of these over the last few weeks of what if you just ask for a question and um, have you turned your ING on and are you saying no to your knowing? And you can find all of these in my archives page on my host, in the archive tab of my host page here on A2Zen. Oh my gosh, I just said A2Zen. <gasps> oh my God, I'm going to get thrown in the dungeon. <laughs> You're on Inspired Choices Network. <laughs> I was used to saying A to Zen for like two years. So now it is Inspired Choices Network. And A to Zen was the previous incarnation, just like the previous incarnation of my show was Living Well. And that was on A to Zen. And now it's Living Beyond Linear and it's on Inspired Choices Network. So here on my host page on Inspired Choices Network, <laughs> you can find an archives tab and you can actually find those replays in the archives tab. And what if you could be bringing together the the questions, the tools of trusting what you know and staying out of the story. And this is some of what Byron Katie's work is about and some of what Eckhart Tolle talks about and some of what Gary Douglas and Dane here talk about in their work with Access Consciousness. Um, this is This is something that we know in so many modalities, right? In so many philosophies, in so many ways that we can create our life. One of the things we know is that we don't have to be at the effect of someone else's points of view. Now, oftentimes, that seems like it's easier said than done. And that has been my experience for a good portion of my life. And... When you build the muscle of your willingness, your willingness to see a different perspective, your willingness to ask a question, your willingness to trust your knowing, when you start to really build that muscle, and it's there, I'm going to tell you, it's there. You don't have to believe me. And what if you tested my, <laughs> what I'm telling you? It's there. It's just a matter of waking that muscle up. So what if you had more willingness to be present with what you were perceiving? And if people were not liking you, could you be okay with that? What if you could? What if you could be an allowance of people's not liking you? And what if you could be an allowance of people not liking your choice? Because sometimes really probably more often than not, it's about they're not really keen on the choice you've made. Now, some people will take it upon themselves to inform you <laughs> or try to inform you how displeased they are with your choice and what they think you should do instead. And that's a, that's a sort of a tangent conversation. And there's still, in that, there's still a requirement or a, you know, 
if you're able to stay present, you stay more in choice for you. You you get to keep the choice card. You get to have the executive making executive privilege of decision making in your life. And this is part of what I target in these conversations and in the work that I do. And living beyond linear, I'm asking you to stop making your life Stop asking your life to make sense because it's not about making sense. People liking us or not liking us, that makes no sense. We can, we can say it does. We can look at how people might like us, like all the reasons people could like us and all the reasons people could not like us. But does that really make sense? When you go beyond the conventional methodology, not really. It's not about logic. It's not about pure logic anyway because pure logic is just like, way crazy. If you've ever taken a logic class, you'll know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> and at the end of the day, does it even matter? Or are you making it matter? And I have spent much of my life that I've been making it matter. And part of what this experience with Global Embrace is bringing me, has brought me and continues to bring me to is, wow, I've, I have put something out into the world for Anyone and everyone who desires to find it, hear it, play with it, engage it, love it, hate it, whatever they choose to do with it, I put it out into the world because it asked me to put it out into the world. Not because one or two or three or five or 2,000 people begged me to do anything. Because this entity, this amazing being that I call Global Embrace, showed me possibilities of what could be created, showed me future possibilities and possibilities of futures that could be created. And it showed me that it desired to be out into the world sharing the magic that it is. Not because I chose to bring it in, not because I'm the person who sings the song, not because I received the words and, and arranged the arrangement of the words and made the choices I made, not because of any of that. Simply from my awareness that this song asked me if I would be willing to choose it. And there were times that my answer could have been no. And for a while, technically, given, that, given what I was choosing in those moments, it was kind of a no. And the yes was bigger. The yes was always bigger. How grateful am I? The yes was bigger. Now, are you making people not liking you a bigger yes than your own awareness? Are you letting people's reaction and responses to your choices have more weight in your decision-making process than your own knowing than your own willingness to have what you know. And this is how it, it tangles up. It gets so oh, it gets so messy when we get to the like and the not like. And yes, it can be a crushing blow when people stop liking us because of a choice we've made. And does that have to mean that we stop liking us? Absolutely not. It never has to mean that we 
stop liking us. It never has to mean that we give up our knowing. It never has to mean that we turn our back on ourselves. Because what if, one, their point of view is from their perspective and it actually has nothing to do with you? And two, you are the only one who can know what is appropriate for you. Truly, 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 you get to make the choices. Yeah. So where is the yes? Where is the yes? Is it in giving in to what people think of you, whether they like you or don't like you? Or is it in following where the lightness is? What is light? What is light for me to choose right now? Okay, I'm going to choose that. What is light for me to choose right now? What is juicy? What is joyful? What, like, you know, gives you tingles in your G-spot <laughs> to choose right now if you're willing to go there? How many choices are you making as a reaction to people's reaction to you? Ow! <laughs> Apparently, that's a popular choice. How many choices are you making as a reaction to people's reaction to you? Oh, my God. I have so done that. I have so done that. People have reacted to my hair. People have reacted to my hips. People have reacted to my lips. People have reacted to the way I speak. People have reacted to the way I sound. People have reacted to the question I've asked. And I have allowed their reaction to be the gauge. I have reacted <laughs> to their reaction. <laughs> Holy moly, friends. <laughs> we do some crazy things in our lives. So what if we were to just stop that? What if we could just stop letting that have the weight, the importance? Yeah. Wow. Okay, so let's just do a quick little break here. Take a breath. Whew. You know what? If you could just let your barriers down, let your knowing be showing you what is real and true for you. It doesn't have to be a picture. It doesn't have to be words. Just let the energy start to move because I know for a lot of you it already is. And, wow, what else is possible for us to actually choose? Way beyond letting it be whether people like it or not like it or whether we think people will like it or not like it or whether we want people to like it and we don't want them to not like it. Oh, my God. How much of your life are you giving up for that? It's crazy. It's insane. Stop it. <laughs> okay, my friends. Oh, you're listening to Living Beyond Linear on Inspired Choices Network. <laughs> and yes, I'm a little bit giddy in this moment. Woo, lots of shifting and changing going on. I am Keisha Clark. I'm so honored and grateful for you being here and playing with me and contributing to this conversation. Please know I am truly grateful for what you are choosing in just 10 seconds. And we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. <laughs> what would it be like to function from the entirety of your existence? What if you included all of you in the creation of your life, the strange, the wonderful, and everything in between, with no expectation that it makes any sense? Keisha Clark invites you to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show. An exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. Join in the adventures every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 
10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if you... You are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with Keisha Clark. Would you like to bring your question on the show today? Call us in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada at 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email your questions to Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. Now back to our show. Welcome back, forward, sideways, whichever direction you're going, my friends. Welcome to this last segment here for today's conversation on Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with myself, Keisha Clark. We're talking about, well, we're talking about some very interesting things, but the topic today has been where we started off was (laughs) they like you, they like you not. And, wow, we've got a few minutes left here. There's so much energy moving. I know for some of you that might be a huh, and others of you know exactly this because you're like totally experiencing it. And so even if you don't perceive the energy moving, just take a breath, if you will. And everywhere you're making liking and not liking be important in your life and, and in the creation of your life, <sighs> would you just take a breath? Would you be willing to let go of all the significance you have put upon whether people like you or don't like you. Even if it's just a little bit of the significance, it doesn't have to be all of the significance because some of us have put, you know, quite a whole lot of billion years worth of significance on being liked. (laughs) So, wow. So what are some things you can do to navigate? Well, I'm going to share some things with you. Just a couple of things. We've we've already talked about some questions. Get into question, okay? Um, one of the questions could be, what am I aware of with this? doesn't have to be complicated, right? What am I aware of with this? Or you could ask it as, what is my awareness here? Okay? So when you encounter not being liked, <laughs> if that is even what's happening, you could actually start with truth. Are, is this a reaction? Or is this something I'm making up? Which could also be a reaction, okay? Um, then you could jump into, what am I aware of? And, of course, if you play with the word truth, that's just a way to, like, cut through a lot of the the BS, basically, <laughs> and get to the heart of the matter and get to the what is real and true for you. It's not about making other people tell you their truth or the truth. It's really about for you, having your awareness, what is true for you, okay? And another question could be, um, if I wasn't reacting to this or if I wasn't making this important, what else could I choose? If I wasn't making this important, what else could I choose? If I wasn't reacting to this, what else could I choose? Okay. Now, here's the one that is is one that I use. It's not one that's very often talked about because it's a little more woo-woo. And I will tell you, this can change some stuff. Ask the question, is this about this lifetime or another lifetime with this person or with these people? 
Mm-hmm. I went there. Because if you're not including all of your existence, that's one of my questions. What would it be like to function from the entirety of our existence? And what I find and what I have experienced is when we're not including the possibilities of all of us, we're actually working in a limited container. We're actually working like with one portion of the spectrum. And I don't like doing that. That's not enjoyable for me because it's sort of like, well, I got the bathroom cleaned, but the rest of my house still looks like shit. So yay for cleaning the bathroom if that's what we have the energy to do. And what if we actually have a way to do way more than one particular section of your existence? So if you were willing to, and if it's light for you, I'm not saying you have to, but another question you can play with, if you're willing, is, is this about this lifetime or another lifetime with this person? Now, you don't have to get a specific um, you know, bunch of information. Just if you get a likeness and it's a yes, you can simply ask what is required to clear that. Or everything I have done to create the resistance with this person in any lifetime, space, dimension, and reality, I'm now willing to let it go. And if you play with access terminology, you can say, I'm now willing to destroy and uncreate it. All right? Okay. Wow. What else is possible with being liked and being not liked? And how much could you actually... How much information can you actually receive from the not liking experiences? From when people are not liking what you're choosing? So what if it's not always you? What if it's just the choice? And would you be willing to let people disagree with your choice? Would you be willing to let people disagree with things you create? They don't have to like it. Because what if none of that has to mean that you have to make a different choice? What if none of that has to have any dictation over the choices you make? What if you always have the choice for you? That's part of what we love to play with here on Living Beyond Linear. So if you would like to play more with you, with discovering you, I have an offer. And it is actually a 15-minute offer. Uh, it's an offer for 15 minutes with me called Discover You Session. Um, at no charge. And uh, if you would like to have one of those, you can just email me. Click on the email link on this replay or click on the button on my Facebook page. And let's change some shit, shall we? I adore you, friends. Thank you for oh, Have a great week. And linear radio show enjoy like or not like. Connect with either Keisha way. on Facebook at Living Beyond Linear for more offerings and events to play with. And you always have a standing invitation to join Keisha each week Fridays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com for more adventures in living beyond.